Everybody, uh, today we're going to do a very special podcast. We're actually going to have a discussion podcast instead of a courtroom, though we might just judge our own opinions uh, based on how we talk, which you can tell I'm not very good at. Uh, today with us, though, is going to be our normal host with Tommy. Tommy, say what's up. What's up? There you go. And replacing Derek, which we actually... I'm thinking we should just do it as a regular basis, just be, so that way he doesn't <laughs> win as much. That's brutal. <laughs> That's got, fucked up. We got the host of such podcasts as Moral Combat and also Flops, and that is our own Dirty Sanchez, Mr. David Sanchez. What's up? Hey, buddy. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Thanks for having me on again. This is, this is round three. I'm on three-peat. Holy shit. I know. This is freaking awesome. I'm I'm actually really happy that you're on because I was just listening to Flops today, and uh, Derek had told you that we were going to do this podcast, and I'm really happy because mm-hmm. I heard how amped you were getting about Dude. this Tom Wilson scenario. Fuck Tom Wilson. Like, just super – like. Obviously, I would never fight him in person because I'm not stupid, but like, fuck Tom Wilson. Like, uh, yeah, we'll get into it. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Well, would you take him without the skates and pads? What's that? Would you take him if he wasn't wearing the skates and pads? Hell no. no. He's still a very large human being underneath <laughs> the skates and pads, and I'm not. So, I mean, he'll, uh, he'll lose what, like four inches? <laughs> <All right. laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> let me let me let me look up Tom Wilson here real quick. He is six foot four, two hundred and eighteen yeah. pounds. Um, he's also four years younger than me, so he's faster, stronger, bigger. Yeah, he's nope. He no, I'm not gonna fight him. <laughs> only only way you pick a fight with him is if you take off your hockey skates and try to cut them. Like Happy Gilmore. That's the only like way you Happy do Gilmore. it. <laughs> That's the only I mean, way you, you do you it. You do hold a record for being the only guy to try to take his skate off and stab a guy. <laughs> Throat shot and you'll be good. All right. Well, I got something special for you guys to get us in Sweet. the hockey mood. Uh, it's actually a remix from one of my favorite movies and directors of Kevin Smith in the movie called Yoga Hosers. So enjoy this little song. <laughs> game <laughs> I, like it. I really wish you guys had a video thing right now because you would have just seen me rocking the fuck out it was oh, dude, i was i was head banging like crazy right there if you guys by the way anybody listening and i don't think tommy's seen it and david i doubt that you've seen it 
go check out Yoga Hosers uh, by Kevin Smith. It's done with uh, his daughter and uh, Johnny Depp's daughter. And when they play that song, they're actually in a clerk store killing a bunch of little figurines. And you'll see it. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. That sounds dope. It's called Yoga Hosers? Yoga Hosers. Yoga Hosers. Okay. Yes. I will check that out. Oh, dude. And uh, if you want to make it into a – like, and I'm going to emphasize this. If you want to make it into a real hard drinking night. Yes. Every time you see a Bratzi, you have to take a drink. Bratzi like Luca? No. Like Luca Bratzi? No. Bratzi meaning a Bratwurst that is dressed as a Nazi. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to leave it at that. That's that's a that's a really big fucking cliffhanger there, and I'm hooked in. I want now. I want to watch this and figure I'm out what's going on with the Nazis. images. Holy cow! I, I see what you're saying about these bratwurst Nazis. Holy cow! I thought when you said bratsies, it was like the bra of a Nazi. <laughs> nope, it's a bratwurst of a Nazi. That yeah. makes that that's also good. Well, they got the stash and everything. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I, as soon as I knew we were doing this episode, I thought that I had to play that song cause I thought it was kick-ass. Um, yeah. but yes. So let's get into it. Let's start off by describing on what actually went down. Just so that way, if anybody oh. doesn't know, they will know as we get into it. So David, I have the video up if you want if you would like a play by play. David, I was actually going to let you do this because you were doing such a great job on flops trying to describe it to Derek. Go ahead yeah. and do a play by play. Okay, so I'm going to hit play on this. Uh, let's see here. So there's a scrum around the net. Everyone's going for the puck. Tom Wilson puts his stick on the th- pretty much like right up against the throat of uh pavel buchnovich and i'm sorry if i mispronounced that or buchnovich um and then like pulls him down to the ice and he just he's he's already out like right when he or at least it looks like he's out right when he hits the fucking ice oh no he's not out he gets back up just kidding i had it paused um <laughs> and then while he has his head pinned against the ice he punches his neck not just like not like the side, like the back of his neck, like towards like the bottom of the back of your head, right? And not only is that just like a pussy fucking place to punch a person, you've already put them on the ground f- one for no reason. Like the play was over, it was done, and you just dragged him to the ground because you're Tom Wilson and you're a dick. And then you punch him in the back of the neck, and then all hell breaks loose because everyone on the New York Rangers wants to beat the shit out of Tom Wilson now. And then everyone on the Capitals are like, ah, fuck, let's go back this guy up again. And that's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Keeps going. He like, yeah. He grabs the parent. He grabs the one guy. Oh, yeah. he, he, keeps, he, he keeps moving it on. And like, Oh, like that's where it went over for me is when Perrin, in order to stop the fight and Perrin's what? Six foot one, maybe a buck 80 i'm guessing he's not yeah, as big true. he's not as big he's not a fighter 
he's a skills guy. Like you always see like the big fighters, you can always tell, like a Chara or somebody like that. But Perrin isn't one of those guys. He's just a small guy, but he's trying to dismantle the whole situation and jumps on Wilson's back, where then Wilson flips him over, slams him to the ice, where his face is actually looking down on the ice, picks him up, horse collar status, and then slams it back down and then takes a couple more punches. Totally uncalled for. Like, as a fighter, I know Tom Wilson is a fighter. As a fighter, once a guy is down, you're not supposed to hit him. There's supposed to be some sort of respect to this. And he had no respect whatsoever. He was king cheap shot through that, like, 30, yeah. 40 seconds. It's insane. And this this is where I got really pissed off. Like, if I was on the team or anything, like – do you guys remember back in the day, Tommy, I remember you telling me this. A guy actually put brass knuckles in his glove and took a swing at somebody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh, shit. Yeah, this was... That was Bertuzzi. Yeah, exactly. And, like, if I was on the Rangers, the very next game, I would have done that to Tom Wilson. 100%. Because as he's in the penalty box, his hockey jersey is off, which that always happens every now and then. But then he stands up and acts like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Dude, sit your ass down. Otherwise, you're going to get a skate straight to the throat. Like, that's just uncalled for. You're going to get Gilmore's son. Right. Don't be flexing and acting like you're proud of this. Yeah. It's just insane. So, you can, everybody listening can tell where we stand on this. Uh, Let's go ahead and just start this off because we just tried to describe it. Um, you can hear the passion in our voices. Uh, Tommy, what what do you feel and what do you think uh, was going through Tom Wilson's head? Do you think this was uh, called for or just totally out of line? I think he was just trying to get away with whatever he could. He, I mean, to start, you know, the Rangers are trying to tuck in the puck in the back corner as the play ends and Apparently, he didn't like that last kind of jab at his goaltender, but he he lets his anger and frustration just boil over by taking out on three guys after that. And I, I just want to know where the hell was his suspension? I mean, the guy's got a huge history of suspensions. I think he had one for even 17 games in his career at one point. So, you know, I think something like that needed to take place because he was way out of line in my book. Yeah, I I actually totally agree. I mean, I'm stumbling for words right now because it's insane what this guy got away with. Uh, David, what, what? how do you feel about all this? The thing that pisses me off the most about this play, <clears throat> not the play, but that event, there was a linesman standing right over the like the head of Tom Wilson, staring down. Like, I have it paused right now. Like, there, It's literally... You have Buchnevich on the ground. You have Tom Wilson on top of him. And then two feet above Tom Wilson's head is the referee's eyes looking straight down at what's going on. And the fact that still nothing really came of this was complete fucking bullshit. Like, it's clear on camera. The re- there's, there's an official right there. How did nothing happen? Like, it, the, the, and also what pisses me off is that 
yeah, the, the Rangers were winning. Okay. But it was also not even halfway through the game. Like, I know there's, there's a rivalry here, but fuck, it doesn't need, like, we love intense hockey, but this is not how you get it done. Like, yeah, it became intense after this because everyone wanted to fucking murder him and his team was probably sick of standing up for him. But this, this just uncalled for is an understatement. Like you don't, you don't just punch someone in the back of the fucking neck and then ragdoll a dude for sticking up for his friend. Cause you were the asshole. Like that just proves that, yeah, you were still the asshole and even bigger now. So again, and I'll say it a thousand times, fuck Tom Wilson. I can't stand him. <laughs> and th- that's the thing. Like we, all three of us, we love hockey. We probably aren't the biggest fans of hockey. Like we don't know. I, I know for myself, I don't know all the history like I do with baseball and certain things like that. But I do know the guys that I like and the guys that I don't like. Like for me, I always like John Scott. I know he's got a bad history and everything else, but the guy came in day in, day out and did his job. Rafi Torres is that guy that's on the fence. Even Reeves, like I I hate him because he's on the nights. I hate him because he's on the nights. I hate him because he's a loud mouth motherfucker. But at the same time, that's his role. And he knows where to draw the line. So I respect him for that. Tom Wilson has no remorse. He has no censor. This dude should be kicked out of the league by now. I mean, it is insane to me that this guy can get suspended, do this type of bullshit, and still be in the league. It does not make any sense. The fact of the matter is, once you toss a guy to the ground, this is, and like, this is my thing. The scrum happened, and I know that there's a lot of shit that goes down in any sport of a scrum. Any sport. It it doesn't matter. I mean, sometimes not even a scrum of a sport. I mean, look at Joe Thornton trying to pick the guy's nose when he was talking to the ref and just glove washing them. (laughs) So, like, there are certain things that you do like that, but and I can see somebody trying to get away with a punch in a scrum. That part I understand, and that's where I understand the $5,000. That initial fine I understand. But when it comes to throwing a guy on the ice, then throwing a couple of punches, then picking him up again and throwing him back down to make sure his face hits the ice, dude, that is assault. That is straight up assault. You should be arrested. I mean, hell, they used to have WWE's guys get walked out with cops. This guy should have gotten walked out with cops, not just thrown into the pen. So I I agree with you guys. It's uncalled for. Everything about this situation was just utterly, utterly bad. And the way that the whole commissioner and the whole organization of the NHL handled it, I think, was really, really poor. It was awful. This is why the fans don't like the the NHL organization. This is why the players don't like them. And this is why we keep having so many fucking strikes and we can't enjoy a good season of hockey. So, and also COVID too, but yeah, (laughs) but no, I mean, look at it. It's like since what 1992, I want to say there's been three strikes. 
for the NHL, if I'm not mistaken. And if you look at baseball, yeah, I think that's right. Even with baseball, there's only been since 1993. There's only been one strike. So, how can baseball, something that is losing fans, have only one strike, and NHL is something that can gain fans very, very easily because of how fast paced it is, how rough it is, and everything? Go on strike three fucking times. It, Adhere for your players. Protect your players. Like, that's rule number one. You protect your workers. You protect everything. You protect your family. These guys are making you money, and you're not doing that. The $5,000 for the punch in the back of the head, I get. That one, just because it's a I don't think that's a big enough fine for that for that like def- it's not even just a defenseless hit it's just defenseless it's, assault in that at that point it's not and like it's not five grand for a professional sports player is chump like change a, exactly it's like going getting a value meal for mcdonald's like it is it's what you put on the strippers underwear that night <laughs> exactly <laughs> but but at the same time like that's the other, that's the catch 22 of it is what I actually found out was that is the max that they are allowed to find a player. But this is my thing. Wait, well, yeah. In general, I feel in like there's, there's had to have been bigger fines. Just this, just this past couple of years, from what I've heard from John Scott on uh, dropping the gloves, and I could be misquoting, but that is the max that they are allowed to find players right now is five thousand dollars because they were charging them an arm and a leg. And the players' association came through and said, "No, that's too much." So the fact there was no suspension is just straight up ridiculous. That's the problem with me. I mean, you guys saw the next game, right? What this all led to? We had oh yeah, sets of guys dropping their gloves, including Mister Wilson fighting Smith. I mean, the the second he came on the ice, someone was on him. I love that. Yeah, and that's how I bet you had you know just you know. Two game suspension, you know, none of that would have even happened. We wouldn't have had a crowded penalty box in that game. Well, this yeah. is another thing. It's like there should have been a suspension. And granted, the NHL said that they gave him a $5,000 fine for the punch in the scrum. Well, then you do a $5,000 fine for flipping Panini, $5,000 fine for punching him on the ground, another 5000 Like you could just tack on the $5,000 for anything he did during that whole situation but they didn't do that and then also suspending them not just for the rest of the playoffs which would have hurt the capitals and told the capitals hey get your players in order but then suspending them for at least half the season for his actions he's already had five suspensions two games or more it's nothing like it's not like it had been new (laughs) yeah yeah so uh, I've been talking too much. So David, what if you were a commissioner? If you were the guy in here within, let's do it this way: If you're the guy to give the punishment to Tom Wilson with the only the five thousand dollars fine, what would you have done? And then give me another aspect where there was no money limit and whatever else you want to tax onto that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I mean, let me, I, I want to look something up here real quick. Cause this is going to influence my judgment. Exactly. 
and he was drafted. Okay, so he's been he's been playing since 2013. Right? So that's what 8 years that he's been playing. Yeah. So he's you know, he's 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 been around. Um his suspension history, he's been suspe- suspended 5 times, fined another 2 times for crossing the line with physical play. This is just literally googling Tom Wilson suspension history. <laughs> um since his draft since 2013. Um, he is, has been the most penalized player in the regular season with 1,096 penalty minutes uh, through games of play as of May 3rd of this year. Jesus. Um, he's been in the league eight years and suspended five times. That's, that's way too much. That's way too many, too much, too close of a ratio for me to want him to still be in the league. Like, I think the only reason why the league is keeping him in is because they find him so frequently that they're actually making money off of his stupidity. <laughs> but then that's the I same like that's the for only Rafa Torres. Why. I'm sorry, I'm cutting you off, but that's the same thing for Rafa no. Torres. And Rafa Torres was actually a little bit nicer than Wilson. I liked, honestly, like I liked Rafa Torres, man. Like especially when he was on the Sharks. When he, he's one of those players when he's, when you're just like he, you fucking hate him unless he's on your team like like Wayne Simmons, um, yes, or or honestly like Ryan Reeves like I, yes, I can't stand Reeves because of the whole like Evander Kane bullshit that like is just constantly going on with them too. But he's one of those kind of players, and Tom Wilson for me is not. Tom Wilson is just fuck you, buddy. Like I don't want you on the ice. Like. I know it's not my actual call. If it was, if I was the commissioner, I would at least suspend him for a season because he's already been suspended five times. It's clearly not getting through to him. Yeah. Like you can't just suspend him for a few games or, and just be like, Hey, cut it out. Like this is, this is like getting in 10 fights during high school. You're going to get expelled, you know? Good point. And so that's, that's what I would do. I think that would be the ideal situation in both of the scenarios that you gave me too. Cause like, like, you know, eight years, five times. That's, that's two, those two numbers are too close to each other for me to give him any slack. And what would you do for money situation? For money situation? Um, Hmm. Because that's the thing. This is, this is also what you got to, this is what you also got to adhere to it. All the fines that any player gets in the NHL, I heard too, goes to the player's retirement fund. So any player that has any kind of uh, mental... So it's not even a fine. It's just, it just, it's goes, just delayed it, pay. It goes into a way to help the players after retirement. Is it like a collective fund or that individual yes. player's fund? Okay, uh, collective fund. Gotcha. So it's like NHL Social Security. Yes, that's that's I like that idea. Um, that's fine by me because that you know that 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 keeps players wanting to like looking at it as a legitimate career. Like after you retire, if there is a retirement fund, like that's fucking great. Um, I think the fine on this like five thousand is fucking ridiculous. Um, that's a drop in the bucket compared to what these guys make. And also like this is his fifth time getting in trouble or this would be the sixth time and the third fine 
which is crazy. I feel like every suspension, like if it's because of physical play, which his are, if you get suspended for being a dumbass, you should get you should get fined for being a dumbass too. Yeah, like it's I get it. Yeah, they're they're technically missing out on the pay of that game, right? But at the same time, that's <laughs> if you also make them give you the money. Like if you if there's money missing from your paycheck, you don't notice it as quickly as if someone like takes your wallet out of your pocket and takes the money out of it. You're going to notice that a lot more. So <laughs> that might send a better message. That's a good point. And plus suspension, he can just, you know, put his feet up and be like, okay, vacation. I'm still getting paid for it. Yeah, exactly. That's number, that's pretty much number two. Like, that's a good point. Tommy, what about you, man? What do you, what do you say to all this? Well, I, I want to just go back really fast. I really like your comparison between baseball and hockey you're, as you're talking about. Cause yeah. I don't know if you guys saw today, we had the whole pitch behind Mercedes back and twins reliever and head coach both got kicked out of the game for that. You know, nobody got hurt, you know, maybe a little active revenge there, but you can see baseball is definitely stricter <laughs> than the <laughs> NHL. So I think NHL needs to go back and review things and definitely look at that play and come to understanding that stuff like that can't happen because Otherwise, it's just going to get out of hand and more and more people are going to do it because they're going to know they can get away with it. And interest will be dropped, as you were saying. But uh, I'd want to like give him at least a suspension of, say, 20 games to top what his previous highest suspension was. I mean, you know, in, in my real desires, I'd be like thinking more like the season as well. But, you know, they'd take that to court and everything. So... Given something that I feel like I would actually be able to put in place would be 20 games and then, say, chew up about half his year's salary. Uh, that's a good one. That is a very good one. I, I was actually going to agree with you on that, Tommy, because I, I would agree with you the where you would I would take a full season away from him. I mean, they do it for PED. Can't you do it for aggression? So. Right. I mean, that's how I would look at it um, because they do sign a contract. The, every NHL player does sign a contract where they have to abide by the laws set by the NHL, and some of these laws are trying to be a good model citizen. This is not a good model citizen. So you can – and guys have been kicked out of the league – for something close to this, like the guy that brought the brass knuckles. He was kicked out of the league for how many years, Tommy? I think, what, two years? I think it was, yeah, two or three. But, I mean, he he hardcore punched the jaw yeah. off of a, a rookie player. I mean, that was, he should not have come back at all. Yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, that, the way that he slammed parent uh Panarin's face onto that ice that to me was almost very similar to taking a swing at some defensive rookie rookie and trying to take off their jaw and then showing no remorse and standing up looking like Thor or Arnold Schwarzenegger in the penalty box I mean I get it if you like just Feeling the moment and then rage and not realizing and then being apologetic afterwards, but he wasn't. He straight up wasn't. He showed. He never has been either. Oh, if he you showed see no any respect. history, 
videos, he he does the whole jersey off flex thing quite a bit in that box. He's an asshole. And this is what pisses me off too is okay, so before I go into that cuz that's actually going to be a third tie in. Uh but the league should have done more. We all agree on that. I would have done the 20 game suspension just like Tommy, maybe even a little bit more. Definitely suspended him for the whole NHL playoffs just so that way I would tell the Capitals, hey, you're losing one of your – because he is a a good player. That's the other thing to it. The dude is a good player. He does score goals. He does set up a Vetchkin. He he does what he needs to do, but he goes over the line. That's that's the catch is how much are you willing to put up with this if he keeps going over the line? And if you suspend him for the whole entire year or for the whole entire playoffs, that's literally – Taking away a cup for sure to a veteran who only has one that should have probably about three or four and competing against Crosby for it all the time. So I would put it more on the uh, team, the organization of the Capitals to tell this guy to wise the fuck up. And then number two, just just take all his money for an entire year. And then put some more on top of that and tell him that he has to pay another <laughs> fine for another $5,000 for every year until he retires. Because th- that's the only way this guy's going to learn. Other than being kicked out of the league, that's the only way this guy's going to learn. You take away somebody's money, you take away the right to their, what they've gotten comfortable with of living, they're fucked up. And it it's something that they have to do. And now this comes to the question because there's only one guy in my mind who could have stepped up to Tom Wilson and Tom Wilson would have been shaking in his boots. And that's Chara who is now on the Capitals because Chara is the only guy that's bigger, stronger and taller an all-around good player than Tom Wilson. He's the only one that I think that could have said, okay, dude, that's it. We're dropping gloves, and your ass is going to the ice. He's the only player. I would honestly love to see two people from the same team fight. That would be hilarious. It would be. be But, (laughs) But this brings me to my next question, is you have a guy like Tom Wilson. You have a guy like Reeves. The San Jose Sharks, though he's not, he is a fighter, but we like him as a goal scorer more in Evander Kane. Uh, David, you said Wayne Simmons. Does the NHL actually need to bring back the enforcer? Does the NHL, just so guys like Tom Wilson can shut the fuck up and actually get his, his due? Do results in all honesty, like he deserves whatever comes his way, one hundred percent. And so, like, do you guys think that there needs to be a Ralphie Torres, a Michael Haley, a John Scott? Does there need to be that guy back in the NHL? Or I do miss Jody Shelley. Oh, thank you. I totally oh, yeah. forgot about Jody Shelley. 
But do do does the teams need to bring back that enforcer to keep guys like Tom Wilson in check? I mean, I would say yes, but at the same time, like Tom Wilson would also just be that enforcer because that's like he is. That's not really what he's doing in the, in this particular sense, but given his play style, he would absolutely take that route. I mean, it's not like the enforcers aren't there; they're just not as uh, in your face as it used to be uh, back in the day before rules started changing and everything. I definitely consider guys like Reeves an enforcer. Yeah. If you guys want to like catch something to make you feel a little better about the whole situation, just go on YouTube and search Tom Wilson gets destroyed for seven minutes straight. <laughs> and you see Reeves kick the crap out of him three different times in fights. So <laughs> Twice as with the Knights and once with the St. Louis Blues. He he beats the shit out of Wilson. And so does Chara. <laughs> but but I, I will watch that. That that's my other question because like you look at Reeves, you look at Chara, you look at Evander Kane and Simmons, these are also guys that have other assets that they don't necessarily don't have to be that. I'm talking about just a straight up enforcer. A, a guy that was kind of like a Jody Shelley, a Rafi Torres, and a John Scott, where you know they're not on the ice to set somebody up or to make goals because Reeves can score goals. We've seen it. He's done it to the Sharks. He's done it time yeah. and time again to a lot of teams. Tom Wilson is the same way. He is a all-in-all-out good player. Unfortunately, he is a good player. But do you have that guy? Do you have a guy like uh oh god, what's his name from Goon? Do you have a guy like that on like your Doug team? Like Doug the Thug Glatt? Yes. Do you get a Glatt to take care of Wilson? I'll take a Portman. <laughs> Honestly, I I think that I would be okay with that because one. I mean, obviously, like it's not, it's honestly not my favorite part of hockey. I love watching a nice, just like flowy goal, just a puck skate through people's skates. And that's a weird thing to say. Um, glide through people's skates as it just like goes. That's an amazing thing to see. But fights are definitely up there as one of my favorite things that I like to watch during hockey. Um, I constantly have hockeyfights.com uh, open on my phone. So they're awesome. Um, they're great. They're not a sponsor, but hey, we'd love to have you. Um, (laughs) but I, yeah, I would, I think it would be a good idea to kind of make the rules more, a little bit more similar to back when enforcer roles were more common, I guess. Tell me how you feel about it. I feel like it'd be good to, you know, see some kind of rule change to lighten it up. A bit, I feel like, you know, if rules hadn't gotten more intense than, say, you know, Burns would kind of be our enforcer right now. He would be like Reeves. He'd be scoring, but he'd also be over there throwing a lot more punches and breaking a few noses as well. That's the best part about Burns, too. He doesn't have to. Like, he can, he literally just skates over and people are like, okay, never mind. Yeah. He's a Wookiee. He's right. a Wookiee. He's a Viking. He's a mountain man. Like I got, I got my. I'm looking at a Funko Pop version of him right now as I'm talking to you guys. I think I gave you that for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely did give this to me for Christmas. It's funny because I had two, 
and when I found out that Brent Burns was my nephew's favorite player on the Sharks, I gave him Hell the one yeah. that, that I had for myself because I was like, I already got another one, so why not? And so now I still got my Brent, and he's got his. That's fucking awesome. But so it sounds like we all agree because I, I'm one for the enforcer. I'm one to make sure guys stay in check because you got to protect your players. Panarin is an awesome striker. He's a goal scorer. He's all that good stuff. And you, the Rangers just lost him for the rest of the season. And like, granted, the season was almost done, but still, you got to protect your players somehow, some way. Yeah. And so it's it sucks that it happened this way. But Tom Wilson, so we all in agreement. Tom Wilson should have been fined more. He should have been suspended more. And somebody needs to just put him in his place and basically put his ass down and time out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if yep. it was in the past and we were seeing Ryan Clough do that to Rafi Torres, we wouldn't be worried so much. But the fact that he's beating up a guy who's you know not known for fighting in any way really is what makes it yeah, such a he was deal. just trying to calm the situation down and then fucking gets ragdolled. And then don't don't get us wrong. We all know. I mean, we've seen Patrick Marlowe get in fights, but that's when he chooses to get in a fight. Panarin yeah. did not choose to get into this fight. He was trying to do what all the other players are doing, which is, all yeah, right. Break everything it's, up. <laughs> it's done. Like, come back. You know who actually should probably kick Tom Wilson's ass, but he's too old to do it now? Is Joe Thornton. Jeremy Bronick. Okay. No, Ooh. I think Joe Thornton could still do it, man. You think Joe Thornton can still do it? Absolutely. That I, skunk stripe is his power, man. Like that, he he's he's right up there with Brent Burns. Like y- you don't fuck with Joe Thornton. I remember I saw I I don't remember when his last fight was. I know it was years ago, but when I saw it happen, I was it's like seeing a unicorn because he doesn't fight because he doesn't. He's like he like I said, he's like Brent Burns doesn't need to. He just like looks at you and just like gives you that like big fucking jumbo yep. smile of his. And then you don't know if he's going to kill you or kiss you. And you don't want to find out either way. That's a very good point. I mean, to this day, one of my favorite fights ever is still Thornton versus Ben. Like that to me was the epic, like all out brawl. And another guy that you don't want to fight against who I actually think could kick Tom Wilson's ass is Ovechkin. Have you seen that guy get in a fight? Oh, yeah. He is brutal. I really want to know what the Capitals locker room was like after that game. Cause I feel like everyone would have been like, what the fuck, Tom, we talked about this. Like, God damn it. And- we have your back because we have to, but fuck man. Like it's like having that annoying little brother that <laughs> you have to go beat some guy up because he pissed him off. Sorry. Yeah. Matt. Um- <laughs> <laughs> you know who I actually feel bad for? There's two guys that I feel really bad for that are on the Capitals, minus Ovechkin, is Chara, because he respects the game, and he's bigger and stronger than anybody, and he knows how to dial it down in order for him not to get fined or anything like that. He knows how to yes. call it back. The other guy I feel bad for, because he's his other lines mate, which for Tom Wilson, is Brendan Dillon. Yep, I was gonna mention that too. Like Brandon he was in the penalty Dillon, box with Wilson. I like. I feel like he's that kind of guy that if you were like, if you had the camera on his face, he probably would have done the older brother. Like, 
Oh, great. My fucking little brother's getting into another goddamn fucking fight. I got to go yeah. save his ass. Like, dude, put your house in order. The Capitals got to learn how to hone this guy because he is a good player. I'm not going to deny that. He's not a John Scott where he's not making goals and making assists. But know your role, dude. You're not the enforcer of the bruiser of a John Scott or a Rafi Torres. You don't have to be that. You're a good player. Just play the fucking game. Get in the fight when it calls for it. Don't do this bullshit. Yep. Dylan was on the ice when the whole incident happened. He was. He he oh. was he was also trying to calm things down. Yeah. It makes no they sense. Need to, they need to get more intense and get in his way and not letting him do stuff like that. Yeah. Also, by the way, I just I'm I started watching Joe Thornton fights just now, and I'm watching the fight where he just beats the absolute shit out of Drew Doughty. Oh, oh god, beautiful. it's so good. Oh. It's so good. Dude, my the you got Jamie Ben's fight. The one that's really yep, that funny that just started playing actually. The one that's really funny is the uh, Ryan Getzloff, I think it is, where he just starts hacking Joe Thornton. Joe Thornton looks at him and he's like, "Really, dude? You want to do this?" And he gives him one more hack, and Joe Thornton's like, "All right," drops the gloves and just whips his ass like three times. Yeah. And again, Joe Thornton knows how to play. As soon as Getzloff goes down. He stops. It's, exactly. It's an unwritten rule. There's so many unwritten rules, and you should know it's them. It's just etiquette. It's, it's just like a bar fight. The minute the guy goes down in a bar fight, fight's over. You buy the guy That's a beer. That's not always the case. It's not always the case because there are psychos out there, but I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, was raised, I was raised on the old school way where you get in a fight, a guy goes down, you pick him up, you buy him around. That's what it is. Guy goes down, you buy him around. Why do you, the fuck do you think it rhymes? Because <laughs> you just realized it as you said it, and then you wanted to say it again. I'm fuck just guessing. It. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but with that, so you guys have heard us bitch and argue and do all this stuff about Tom Wilson. Let's get on some lighter news because the NHL playoffs are going on right now. Uh, a couple of games have already passed. I'm really surprised that the Knights only got one goal against the uh, Minnesota Wild. And I think if there's an upset, that's going to be one of them. But as of right now, who do you guys see going into the Stanley Cup and who do you see winning it? Um, I'm going to go with Tommy first here. Well, I'm watching Flurry right now. and That guy is... Lights out. I, I can't believe how many big saves he's making. They're only about a minute and a half away from winning game two right here. Though I, I would definitely would not want to see the Knights get to the Cup. I think they'll definitely at least make the Western Conference Finals against the Avalanche. So it, it's tough. But if Fleury can play like this, I, I put the Knights in there. And I just I hope it's against the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs need one really bad. David, who you got? Yeah, honestly, I I would love to see the Leafs take it. Uh, because I I want to see my boy win one. 
Yep, um, that's exactly how you know, I'm feeling. I at this point, I don't have a dog in the race. I I do I agree with what Tommy says though. I know that that Vegas is a huge contender. Um, that's just an undeniable fact. So they, they, I think they'll definitely go pretty far away there, but, um, I would, yeah, I would really love to see the Leafs take it and, and see jumbo hoisted, even if it's not in teal, um, fucking love that guy. So I'd love to see him win it. Uh, aside from that, honestly, I don't really care anymore. My sharks aren't in it. And so that's every, I, it's funny. Cause when people ask me about like, are you a hockey fan? I'm like, yeah, I am. But like, I'm a sharks fan specifically. Like I do love to watch hockey, but once they're out of it, and this is for, with me for like any sport, because all of my teams always constantly never make it. <laughs> um, and so at once the sharks are done and this, you know, this year we didn't even make it to the, to the playoffs. Um, I kind of just like, Meh. I'll watch it if there's nothing else on that I want to watch. But aside from that, I, you know, unfortunately everything else is on demand so I can just watch anything else I want. So I do. I'm in the same boat. Uh, I want, I want Toronto to win it. Um, Joe Thornton deserves it. The dude's been through the fucking ringer. Uh, I actually, my second team though, I would I absolutely love this team and I have for a very long time back when they had Patrick Waugh. I want to see the Colorado Avalanche. I I always liked that team. Uh, I think that they're awesome. Van Niskog is fucking amazing. I just saw him get into a fight with the, uh, with Shen from the St. Louis blues. And that was an epic, epic fight. Um, So, and I think that would make for really good hockey is, Avalanche versus Toronto. I mean, that's two powerhouse teams in the NHL right now. Um, with that, I think we picked who we wanted to win. We told you guys what we thought about for everybody for the uh, Tom Wilson. Quick, quick question though: like, how 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 much of a chance do you think Toronto's got? I think they got a very good chance. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like. Nobody's gonna get in, in Tampa's way on that side. It's, it's kind of how I real, realistically feel, though. I'd r- much rather have Toronto go. But stranger things have happened in the playoffs, man. I mean, you know, not that them being two games up on the Panthers is anything new. The Panthers haven't won a playoff series since like 1996. But yeah, I'm but, surprised uh, that there's still a team, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> you think like they just give one to another Canadian city or something? Um, Quebec could use a team again, but uh, yeah. bring the Nordiques back. It's I don't know. I just not to sound negative. I just feel like it'll be tough for Toronto to get all the way up there. It is. It is definitely going to be tough, but absolutely it, they they have a team that can do it. I mean, it's very hard to find a hole in that team right now. And same with the Avalanche. And that's the only team that can really take out the Avalanche is the Knights. I mean, that's going to be an epic final. I was really hoping that Minnesota could take them out, but it doesn't look like it. Yep, Knights just took it three to one to tie the series. Yep. I mean, uh, yeah, it's it's still early on. I'm excited to see how things play out because, um, you know, it, as I said earlier, no no dog in any race here, so except for Joe. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. I'm I'll I'll be rooting for Toronto. 
And if there's any player that deserves a cup, kind of like Ovechkin did, it's Joe Thornton. That's Joe Thornton and Marlo yeah. both deserve a fucking cup. They, yeah, they gotta find a way to give him a cup. I feel like um, if they if they win the cup this year in Toronto, Joe, or regardless of what happens, Joe will come back for one more year in San Jose and retire as a shark. That oh, would be hundred percent ideal. It, it should I don't be. Think, I think Joe's got like three more years in him. That dude's stubborn as fuck. He's he is gonna st- he's gonna play until he dies. Yeah, it'd be great to see him and Marla both finish together since Marla's talking about coming back too. Yeah, is Marla really? Damn. Yeah, he said he's not done. I guess he wants that cup just as bad as Joe. Yeah, I'd All be right. okay with that. With that, let's go ahead and call it a night, guys. Uh, we're gonna end here, uh, David. Since you are our guest. Go ahead and promote anything and everything you ever want to promote right here, right now. Uh, OnlyFans.com slash David Sanchez. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you um, sure it's uh, only, only fan, fans or is it pans? Only pans. Yeah, yeah. Let's say that. Uh, no, you guys can check me out on – I have two podcasts I'm a part of as Brizzy or Brendan mentioned earlier. I call him Brizzy because we're good friends. Um, the, so you can find me on Moral Combat. We're on all social medias at Moral Combat Pod. We have our website, moralcombatpod.com, where you can vote on current tournaments. Um, the voting is still open for our current tournament that we're in the the final round of, actually. Um, and this is for Cutest Baby Animal. So you can check us out there. And then my other podcast is called Flops, and it is with the uh, the other co-host of this show, Derek, who is not here tonight, unfortunately. Yeah, he uh, had to have a date night. Me, me, me. You're just jealous because he's having a date night. Me, me, me. <laughs> well, I would if my wife wasn't working, so I'm doing that tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. See? It all works out. Um, yeah, but you, so you can find my other podcast, Flops, um, on all social medias at Flopscast um, and our website, Flopscast.com. Um, we have all of our old episodes up there. Uh, Tommy and, and Brizzy have both been on the show, and so we're really excited to have them, probably have them on again in the future. I uh, hope especially so. Especially since I, I owe you guys two now. Um, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can check me out at, at, at those places. Awesome. That's perfect. Uh, Tommy, who would you like to promote? I'm definitely going to promote this. Let's see. Two Moss. I think it's T U O M A S on YouTube for posting this video of, of Wilson getting destroyed for seven straight minutes. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> other than that, definitely. Flops and World Combat. They got the great contest over there. I I, I love watching the whole scenario with the babies. I think the otter definitely should have won, but um, baby animals definitely definitely catchy. Um, then uh, afraid I'm drawing a blank after that one. Yeah, I'll pass it on to you, Brendan. All right. Well, for me, uh, she actually just walked into the door, so I'm gonna promote my wife here. I'm going to say go out and watch Lara Jean Sullivan, all of her movies. It, they're fantastic. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Uh, also, I'm going to drop Flops and Moral Combat. Also, they, oh, those guys are doing fucking amazing work over there. 
Uh, I got random ass tournaments that you guys can do for Mortal Kombat. So I'm going to be calling in time in and time again about all that stuff. And finally, I'm going to drop uh, a new podcast that I'm working on. I'm just waiting for the theme song. Uh, that would be KDH, Tommy, and David actually are my first guests on there. And they helped me make up the guidelines to the whole uh show itself and guys how do you guys like having doing doing that podcast oh it was a lot of fun that was a blast man like it was the the different elements of it i don't want to like spoil anything but so the different elements of it like kept you on your toes which was a lot of fun good i'm really liking that uh and my sister oh there goes my dog she even likes that episode Um, but yeah, my sister actually was just on too, and she added another element to it where you actually can call out people and friends of yours. So we're going to add oh, that to it. Yeah, dude, I could totally see your sister doing that because you'd be telling in the middle of telling a story, and she'd be like, "That's not how it fucking happened." I'll tell you how it happened. <laughs> you would own me easily, <laughs> yeah, but, dude. Dude, she actually after we were all done, I did it with an episode with her and her uh, fiance, and after everything was done, she actually called out my little brother, telling calling him a a little bitch. So she said hello. Okay. And then she said that she is smarter, better, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that he sucks at telling stories. So. <laughs> That's going to be dropping here pretty soon. So I'm going to play that little clip oh, from my little brother. That. So yeah, I, 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 I think I agree on all of those things. I love I loved both of your siblings, but I think I agree with all of those points. It's when My sister made it sure that me and my little brother knew or at least tried to know how to tell a story because I tend to ramble also as well, as you can tell. Well, no, no definitely what? a podcast that's entertaining for the <laughs> – for the listener and for the people participating. So yeah, exactly. It's worth it. Why do you think I keep coming back? It's so much fun. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, guys, I think we're going to go ahead and call it a night. So go ahead and say good night, and we're going to play a special song. Good night, special song. Audio. I don't know why I waved when I said good night. I'm not on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm touching the screen right now. We're on the air, it's talking like tonight. Tension blows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice.